What's up, everybody? It's AD, and you are now officially tuned into the first official episode of AD Sports. First of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone for supporting me, and I'm glad you're all here, and I hope you all enjoy the show so you can come back for more. But let's just get into a preview of what we're going to be talking about on today's episode, and then we'll get going. So this weekend was the wildest NFL wildcard weekend I've seen in a long time. It's got everyone wondering who's out next in the divisional round. So I'm going to give you some predictions and some picks later on in the show. Also, we're going to talk about Saints fans having to deal with yet another playoff heartbreak. That's an intense one. Can't wait to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the NBA trade coming up February 6th. Also going to talk about some of the NBA's top contenders right now. And of course, we're going to talk about how it took the Dallas Cowboys way too long to get a new head coach. But as for now, let's roll the theme. 80 Sports. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. All right, so funny story. I actually recorded this exact same episode twice before. This is my third time because my computer just crashed and deleted all of my audio files. So we're doing it again, and I'm still going to try to sound as hype, even though I just spent 10 minutes crying but it's not a big deal because I'm still hype and I just want to say thank you to everyone because I tweeted hey I'm filming my first episode and I asked for comments questions topics and concerns and you all replied and that makes me really happy because that makes my job easy because I get to talk about the stuff that I know you want to hear so I just want to say thank you for that and now we're going to get into fan hype Hello, the fans are calling. Alright, so this segment is all about me talking about what the fans are most hype about right now based on what you guys tweeted me, the tweets that I saw, not necessarily tweeted at me, but the ones that I saw. Tweets, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchats, whatever it is. If the fans said it, if the fans are hype about it, I'm going to talk about it. So, Alright, so something Saints fans are kind of hype about right now And hype can be negative and positive. This hype just happens to be negative. Saints fans are hype about the fact that there may have been another pass interference at the end of another devastating playoff loss for them. So let's just break it down. So the question at hand is whether or not Kyle Rudolph pushed off of P.J. Williams um, at the end of the game to get the game-winning touchdown. So that would be offensive pass interference. Offensive pass interference, by definition, is when an offensive player interferes with the defender's ability to play pass defense. So this can be either an illegal pick or a push-off. Everyone's debating the push-off. So here's my opinion, and you don't have to agree with it because it's my opinion. But I do not agree that it was an OPI because here are my reasons. Let's just keep in mind that everything in slow motion looks a lot worse than what it is. So in slow motion time, yes, it did look like a little bit of a push off. But in real time, it probably wasn't as aggressive 
as it was portrayed. Also, PJ Williams, he probably kind of flopped a little bit. And also there was contact going both ways. So I just don't think it was strong enough to conclude that it was for sure an OPI, which is exactly what the rep said. Another thing, Kyle Rudolph is 6'6". PJ Williams is six foot even. So I feel like that height difference does play into the level of contact that can be portrayed. I just don't, I'm just not sold on the fact that it was an OPI. And even if it was, honestly, the Saints weren't playing like they wanted to win. So even if it was an OPI, the Saints, they weren't playing good the entire game. So they shouldn't have to rely on a botch call or no call, for that matter, to win a game. Especially when the Saints know their relationship with the refs is not very good. So I just feel like if you know you don't have a good relationship with the refs, you would do everything in your power to make sure that something like that doesn't happen for the second year in a row. And it did. And another thing that I need to clear up is um, a lot of Saints fans are saying they didn't even review the play. What was the point of the rule? They didn't even review the play. But they actually did review the play on the field. So it was really fast, though. So... Everyone's saying they didn't review it. They did review it. And even Sean Payton had no complaint about the no call. So, yes, I understand that it's very heartbreaking to lose yet another chance at the Super Bowl in, quote-unquote, the same way. But in my opinion, it wasn't an OPI. In the ref's opinion, it wasn't an OPI. In Sean Payton's opinion, it wasn't an OPI. So I, I think I'm just leave it at that. I think the best way for Louisiana to regain its sense of positive hype would be LSU go ahead and win in the national championship. I really think um, Louisiana deserves it. We deserve a win. They deserve a win right now. I am from Louisiana, but I'm not a Saints fan, so I'm not as heartbroken. Actually, I'm not heartbroken at all. I'm actually quite happy that um, I can go back to school and talk trash. Not too much trash, though, because my team didn't even touch the playoffs. But it's okay. We're not talking about my team right now. We're talking about them a little bit later. Right now, we're talking about Louisiana getting back hype. Something I saw on Twitter that was really funny to me was someone tweeted, quote, Gumbo Twitter is mad that the refs cheated them again. I just think Gumbo Twitter is really funny. Because sometimes I feel like people not from Louisiana really think that we like only like we swim in swamps and only eat gumbo. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. We do love gumbo, though. And I think it's really funny that they call this gumbo Twitter. But for the sake of gumbo Twitter, I hope LSU, you know, brings home the natty. And I want to see it. I think gumbo Twitter, all of us want to see it. All right, so something else the fans were hyped about was Deshaun Watson. He came back from a 16-point deficit in that Bills game on Saturday, and it was amazing. So Twitter, they went wild because everybody's been kind of waiting on Deshaun Watson to really have his year and his, like, his fans that have been his fans for like ever have been like I told y'all I told y'all even somebody said that to me because honestly I wasn't 100% on board with the Deshaun Watson hype 
But that Bills game, I think he got me. I think he got me. Deshaun Watson, he is a phenomenal quarterback. That's something I never doubted. I just needed to see more of him. So the Texans take on the Chiefs this weekend in the divisional round. And I'm rooting for the Chiefs because it's just Pat Mahomes. He's That's my boy, my homeboy. My homeboy, I like I love me some Pat Mahomes. So I've been rooting for him to win. He should have should have went to the Super Bowl last year, but I guess that's another conversation for another day about the overtime rules. But I want to see Pat Mahomes win it all the way. So I'm not rooting for Deshaun Watson because he plays against my team next weekend. So I guess we'll have to see. But tweet me your opinion. I want to know who you think is going to win this game, Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, essentially. I know it's a team sport. Obviously, I know that. But these are really two great quarterbacks going head-to-head, and it's going to be a really good game to watch. So let me know what you think. Hit me up. Obviously, I'm going to plug in on my Twitter and my socials and stuff later so you guys can let me know what you think. All right, so some hype for the Cowboys fans me i'm a cowboys fan some hype for us cowboys finally got rid of jason garrett after him having way too many chances and him doing absolutely nothing with those chances they finally got rid of jason garrett officially it took uh, like i don't know 10 reports for it to be official for jason garrett to be fired honestly i don't think he's technically been fired i think he's just They've just parted their ways, but they haven't actually fired him, I don't think. But they have hired Mike McCarthy, who, if you don't know, was the head coach for the Green Bay Packers. He basically um, made the future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. So I think this could be a really great thing for the Cowboys. So I think um, he's not necessarily what Cowboys fans were looking for in a coach, but I think he's exactly what we need. So I honestly rather take um, a yes man who has a Super Bowl under his belt and a Hall of Famer quarterback that he trained over a yes man who has two playoff wins. That's it. Just two playoff wins. So... I think any improvement is definitely an improvement, and I'm definitely looking forward to see what he's going to do with this team because the Cowboys are stacked. We have a good team. We just need a good coach, and this is our year. I say that every year. I don't know if this is our year, but I'm really hoping so, and the Cowboys fans need this to be our year. You guys, I am 18. I've never seen the Cowboys be good (laughs) and I'm really tired because I talk so much trash about them and I have nothing to back it up I have nothing I've never seen the Cowboys you know thrive so I really want to see it please I I can't keep going on like this too many people have called me out on it I just can't so this is our year I'm calling it right now and I'm hype about it so yeah something most nfl fans can't agree on is the fact that no one wanted to see the patriots go to the super bowl again so twitter was living when the patriots finally got knocked out of the playoffs in the wild card round that's 
wild. This this weekend really lived up to its name. The wild card round was definitely wild. So I actually picked the Titans to win that game because I just didn't want to see the Patriots go to the Super Bowl. So I was like, maybe if I pick the Titans, they'll win. So maybe, maybe I have a gift. I don't know. Just kidding. I'm always like halfway right on all my picks. I was one and one this weekend. Probably going to be one and one next weekend. So I don't know. But the Titans beat the Patriots this weekend. And Tom Brady's final throw might be a pick six. Maybe his final throw. Brady has stated that he would like to come back. But I guess... I guess we'll see. It's all just a waiting game right now. But um, we may have witnessed the end of the Brady era. And I don't think anybody is upset about it, if we're being completely honest. Except for the people who live in New England. I, I guess those are the only true fans. I don't know. If you're a Patriots fan and you live in Louisiana, I'm shading somebody I know. I hope he listens to this podcast because I'm shading him. But if you live in Louisiana or Bossier... And you root for the Patriots. I just think you're rooting for the Patriots because you like to win, not because you like the Patriots. So convince me otherwise. Um, But that's just my opinion on it, and that's my hot take. But the fans are hyped because the Patriots aren't going to the Super Bowl again, which means the Super Bowl might be really interesting this year. All right, just to switch gears a little bit, let's talk about the NBA. And I am surrounded by so many Lakers fans. So that's the hype that I've been seeing so much recently, especially after this moment right here. Lakers fans are super hype right now. That Caruso dunk really, I, I, I would say set a fire under them, but the fire has already been lit. So it just kept them going. But the Lakers are number two in the recent power rankings, and Lakers fans are just like, we're going all the way, we're going all the way. They've been saying that since the beginning of the year, and honestly, I think they will go all the way as long as they get, as long as they acquire another shooter that could benefit them in the trade coming up, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more later. So I think the Lakers definitely have lots of potential to win the championship this year, and if you ask a Lakers fan, they're going all the way. So Lakers fans, they're hype right now, and... I guess we'll just see how it goes. All right, so that's all for fan hype. I know I didn't get to answer all of your questions, but I do try my best. If you didn't make it in the show, you can always tweet me something later, and I'll try to answer it on Twitter and just try to give you a response. So even if you don't get in the show, I at least try to answer you on Twitter. So keep tweeting me, and also there will be more shows. So if you didn't make it in this one, then you'll be in the next one. Whatever. So now we're going to move on to the next segment, which is called The Future as Told by AD. So in this segment, I'm just going to predict some picks, some trades, whatever. I'm just going to try to predict the future. So the NBA trade deadline is February 6th. 
So everyone's kind of looking at what the Lakers are going to do with Kyle Kuzma. They're looking at what the Pistons are going to do with Andre Drummond. And so basically, here's the thing. The Lakers need to add more depth to their shooting. So Kyle Kuzma off the bench is only averaging about 12 points, which is just not getting it done. They expected so much more from him, but he hasn't been able to perform well with AD and LeBron. So they're looking for another shooter. Um, People are talking about heavily right now the Kings they are looking to make a trade package that would include Bogdan Bognovic, which would be a really good pickup for the Lakers because, like I said, that adds more depth to the shooting. The Lakers are also looking at Marcus Morris from the Knicks. He's a four, but the Clippers are also looking at him for the same reason. They want to add um, more shooters to fit well with Kawhi and Paul George. So those are some things to look out for coming up in the NBA trade deadline. Another person on the NBA trade radar is Andre Drummond. So the Pistons are looking to trade him, but the problem is his style of play doesn't really fit into any of the offensive schemes going on right now. So that's just something that we're kind of watching. My prediction is that he'll end up staying with the Pistons because I just don't see any team finding him a fit before February 6th. So that's just my prediction. I think he'll be staying with the Pistons. All right, so we're going to switch back for a little bit to the NFL. I'm going to go ahead and give you my picks for the divisional round. I will tweet this again on game day so you guys can come and share your picks too under my tweet or whatever. So I'm going to pick the 49ers over the Vikings. Part of me wanted to pick the Vikings over the 49ers. It's just I don't have much faith in either quarterback yet. And I think the 49ers defense is a little bit stronger than the Vikings because the 49ers have proved themselves in big games this year. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the 49ers on that one. And another, speaking of strong defenses, the Ravens over the Titans, I'm going to pick the Ravens because yes the Titans did run around the Patriots defense like crazy in that game but I just don't think against the Ravens defense Derrick Henry is going to carry the team as much as he did and I just don't see Ryan Tannehill getting it done like he needs to so I'm definitely going to pick the Ravens I think that's the pick that I'm probably most confident about this week I'm going to be mad if I don't actually get that one because I'm probably, that's the one I'm most confident about. So I'm going to pick the Ravens over the Titans. Next game, the Chiefs over the Texans. Picking the Chiefs because I already told y'all I want to see the Chiefs win it all the way. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Chiefs. This one, I'm I'm iffy about it. It's going to be a really good game. But I'm just going to pick the Chiefs because... That's what I want. Not even for a certain reason. I just, it's it's going to be tough. Texans defense is going to play tough. Deshaun Watson, he might have a good game. He might not have a good game. But I guess we'll see. That's one we'll definitely just have to see on. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs. And then for the last game, 
I initially picked the Packers over the Seahawks, but I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks over the Packers because the Packers, they haven't had a, a horrible year, but they have had some struggles, especially with the new head coach, Matt LaFleur. So I think they struggled this year to get into their rhythm, and I just I just don't believe that they're there yet. So I'm going to pick the Seahawks because the Seahawks – seem to be the most well-adjusted team out of the two. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks over the Packers. So that's the end of the Future as Told by AD segment. And now we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is Chloe from the Vinci Vault. I just wanted to let y'all know that it's $10 off for any college student with a valid college ID. Book with me today. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Alan. Just letting y'all know I got my clothing brand, ratchet city apparel we trying to you know get this all over the city let everybody know where the real ratchet city is at so you know just hit me up support me i got my instagram page is at underscore allen underscore caldwell you can get me on the ratchet city app instagram page at ratchet city app and you can get me on twitter at app ratchet just letting y'all know we got a special code for ad sports if you hit me with AD23. That's AD23. You can get $10 off your next purchase. So just hit me up and let's get it right. Stream Toasty on all platforms January 17th. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, that boy, AJ. And just checking in to say, after you're done listening to AD's wonderful podcast, come over and watch some of my videos. All right, that boy, AJ, out. Back to AD. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for my favorite segment, and sadly, the last segment of the day. But this segment is called AD, and the AD stands for... Damn. Damn. All right, so in this segment, we're basically going to highlight all the sports plays that made you kind of be like, damn, this week. So, of course, you already know I had to do it. I'm going to start off with the play that pretty much sealed the game this weekend, Vikings versus the Saints. Kirk Cousins proved everybody wrong with the overtime 43-yard connection to Thielen. It wasn't a touchdown play, but it set up the touchdown play. 10 from the Saints, 45. Madison, the tailback. Play action for Kirk from under center. Straight drop. Kirk trying to win it to Thielen. Caught at the five. And he stopped at the two. Cousins, Thielen, 42 on the Saints. First and goal. Vikings from the two. Yes, Kirk. Well done. Jesus. Yeah, so that happened. So Kirk definitely had something to say in the locker room later that day about his play. Hey, that's how we've won all year, team, right? Hey, you held him to 20 points, man. You gave us a chance at the end, but I got three words for you. You like that? I can tell you who didn't like that for sure. Saints fans were not feeling that. They didn't like it at all. I personally liked it. And that set up this play right here. Looks right, fade left, end zone, and it is caught! Touchdown! Amazing! 
amazing decision by Kirk Cousins. He saw the all-out blitz. He knew he had Rudolph one-on-one -on -one with the corner. Rudy! And just threw the jump ball. Oh, what a beautiful throw. So the third and goal, touchdown catch by Kyle Rudolph. OPI, not OPI. It doesn't matter. The point is it counted. Touchdown Vikings. Vikings are moving on in the playoffs. Saints are sadly going home. Sorry, but that was definitely a damn moment of the week. All right, so the last damn moment of the week was Deshaun Watson's crafty escape against the Bills. Even the commentators were hyped. Listen to this one. Watson pressure off the edge. Watson survives it and then checks down to Jones. Jones inside the 40, inside the 30, inside the 20. To the 10 yard line, Taiwan Jones. Deshaun Watson, magical. 34 yards. Jesus. That play had me on my feet. I was shook. I was standing in my kitchen and I was shook. I was like, did that just, did I really just watch that? That was crazy. But that's all for this segment. If you have any suggestions for what you want to be the all damn moment, of the episode feel free to drop any in my um inboxes my dms wherever you like to leave it send me video clips i will gladly put them in the show if they had you shook then let me know okay so the end of the show has come and i just really appreciate you all so much for listening and i'm really proud of myself because this is my third time recording this and i made it through so look at us go. 80 Sports is taking off, hopefully. But thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to follow me on my social media accounts. On Instagram, we are 80 Sports underscore underscore. On Twitter, we are 80 Sports 14 underscore. I will double check that and put it up. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also follow my personal accounts. On Facebook, Allison Page Darty. On Instagram, A-L-L dot I-S-O-N-N. And on Twitter, Allison Page underscore underscore. Thanks so much for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye! Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>